Hello, Mr. Precious yes. Omoku. Thank you very much for joining us today. <laughs> um, apologies to all our viewers. We've had a few difficulties with our with the technology, um, but we really thank Mr. Precious for all the effort he has put in to connect. So thank you very much. Um, we are talking to Mr. Precious Omoku today, Nigerian composer. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Okay. Um, so we're just going to dive right in. Can you tell us something about your um, your background before we go into the other subjects that we want to discuss today? Just introduce yourself to us. Okay, I, Dr. Precious Amuku. I teach music in the Department of Music, University of Port Harcourt. And um, I write music mostly choral music, even though I most often than not, I delve into a little bit of secular and contemporary music, but my area most of the time is church music. Okay. Um, if we focus on you as a, as a composer, you say you write music. When did you start composing and did you always want to be a composer or did, how did it happen? I, I didn't set out to be a composer. By the way, I grew up, you know, found myself in the choir because my mother and my grandmother were in the choir. So I had no choice but to be in the choir. But after secondary school and having gained experience in singing and all that, I didn't think it was necessary to go study music. So I went up to do a degree in business administration. But years after graduation, precisely 11 years after graduation, my quest and my thirst for music had grown so big. So I found myself writing my own simple tunes and my church choir would perform them. And I found that quite exciting. So one day I decided that, hey, why not take a degree in music? So, ah. That was how I found myself back to the university to take a first, second, and third degree in music. <laughs> so I teach music now. Okay. Um, that's a very interesting um, history. Thank you very much. I noticed that you said you didn't have a choice but to join the choir. What does that mean? Yeah, because my parents were in the choir, and I mean, I, I, I had to follow them. No one would leave me alone at home. So okay. it, it was... It was a family thing. We were just in the choir. Okay. You just okay. have to be in the choir. <laughs> All right. Um, so as a composer and as a singer, because you also sing, you perform your own work. And um, I want to play Nimechu, which is one of the one of your compositions that you performed for us at uh, Composers in Conference, which is an event we held in Abuja, Nigeria in 2017. So I'll just play this for our audience um, and then we will in 1983 and I, I had to do a remix of it for church because actually written as a folklore before what it is now. Uh, I hope I remember the, the, his faithfulness for he is for Jehovah is king.
my precious Omuku. Um, I, was, I must say that was a beautiful performance and thank you very much for performing for us at that event. Um, as you would remember, I was part of the people who organized uh, Composers in Conference in Abuja. Um, can I ask what kind of training did you undertake or did you receive to be able to perform the way you do? I mean, anybody watching that performance and especially listening to the last notes, all of the performance, but especially that last note that you, you know, you, you stretched and carried on and the, the key, the pitch, I'm not a musician, but that note is quite high as far as I'm concerned for a man and, and how long you, you know, you were able to drag it on for and the beautiful, exquisite performance um, that you gave that day and that you give every time you perform. What kind of training, can you tell us if there was any kind of training or, I mean, how did this come about? First of all, um, the tenor voice relishes in the high notes. If you're able to, you know, hit those notes and make, create that, that beautiful sound that wows your audience, then, ah, you have got it. But about the training, well, like I said, growing up in the choir, I had a lot of mentors that I looked up to. I wanted okay. to be like them. Okay. You know? And whilst I was struggling with my education, I had a, a, a part of me that devoted, was devoted to, 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 to learning to sing. I never learned it because I wanted to teach or study music, but I wanted to sing. Okay. okay. So I, I had a lot of people in the choir that I wanted to be like. No, okay. We got to a point where we saw that I was a bit around them and somehow not being modest, modest, I was sounding better than them. So I now looked up to Luciano Pavarotti, who ah. truly inspired me. Okay. He inspired me. So I had a lot of his recordings and I would always want to run the scales with him. I would like to, <laughs> to hit any pitch he, he did. And okay. that's worked for me. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Um, I've also noticed when, when we talk about your singing, you you support, should I say support or collaborate with other with African composers, so people like yourself. Um, and one of the one of the composers that you have collaborated with recently is someone called Dotun Adelekan. I don't mean to skip right into another performance of yours, but I think it's better to just do it because we have quite a few topics to, to discuss um, in addition to what we've already covered. So we are going to listen now to Arise, O God, which you, which was composed by uh, Mr. Dotun Adelekan, also from Nigeria. So um, we'll play this now for the audience and then we'll talk more about
that is a, a note and a half. <laughs> so we've just listened to um, Arise, O oh God. Again, I'm not an expert in these things, but I would say that is a, that was an absolutely brilliant performance from my perspective. Um, and this is just one of several collaborations with between you and Mr. Dotton. The other one is Good Tidings. The video is available online for anybody who is interested. Can you tell us how this collaboration came about? Dotton Adelecon is an engineer by profession, but he is an embodiment of music. His musicality is out of this world. If you listen to what he writes, you probably think you're listening to a junior Handel because his style, his, you know, his skill is liturgical and his, his, his lyrical content depicts the church. So, he, he, he has done a lot of oratorios. Um, um, Rise of God is from his uh, oratorio Redeemer. Redeemer? Yes. It, yes. And Redeemer has close to 2,000 songs. I'm not joking. He has yes. Redeemer 1, 2, 3, 4, as in different books of the same work. Okay. They are prolific. Okay. You know, so I, I have. He's been my friend from back in the days. He used to be the organist of my church, you know, years back. So he's, he, he's good. He's very good. Okay. I was going to ask you about what kinds of works that you, you consider for performance. Because obviously, I mean, we know that we have one African composer watching this video right now, watching us live, Mr. Michael Bakary, and there might be others who will watch it later. What kinds of work? Oh, oh, <laughs> yes, he is. Um, so we would, you know, what kinds of works do you consider for performance? In case others are thinking of sending you their works, so at least consider. We know that you know you look at things that are out of this world, as you said, um, high quality <laughs> by very by prolific and very very good and experienced composers, talented and skilled. But can you just break it down? Give us a breakdown of what you will consider in case people want to reach out to you. Oh, I, I do a lot of um, oratorios. I sing. I, I am basically a church man, if okay. you like. So, okay. But, but I delve mostly these days into secular because of the kind of work my, my, my ensemble performs. Yes. You, know, you manage the fused ensemble in Port Harcourt. Yeah, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we, we we branch into serious secular music. In fact, we're having our Valentine concert on the 16th of February after we did the full Messiah last November. So okay. I, I I do any kind of music so far it appeals to me. You know. Okay. So you can be contacted because you you do support and collaborate with composers. All right. Um, is there any particular African composer that you admire, and you can, can you tell us why? That's just one, and why you admire them. There doesn't have to be one, but just think, is there any? Yes, I, I admire quite a lot. Benefar Zitu, David. Zitu, Zitu is a fine writer. He is gifted, and he brings to bear his musicianship into his writing. 
and it reflects on his personal. You know, he, he, he writes not only for the church, he writes for, for the secular world. And that link, you know, in, in the university, we call it town and gown. Zitu has the capacity to fuse, you know, music. I've done a lot of work with him, by the way. And okay. I can proudly say he's my protege. But I admire his, his works. And of course, Bakary there watching us is also a fantastic composer. I have done um, um, his, his, his work that he presented to me last year. My students performed it at their, at their last um, semester exams, and it was quite beautiful. He's very good, fantastic. Okay. There is something you have mentioned uh, a number of times, and I, I'm just wondering if there is any any role, I suppose, for talent to play? Because it seems as if some of the composers are talented and some are, um, have gone through the process of getting trained and getting qualified. How do these, these two different aspects to an individual come together? You talked about Mr. Dotun being an engineer, but then being a you know an exceptional, brilliant composer. You also started, was it business administration? And then you went on to become composer, a singer, you lead a choral group, lecture i mean does we're looking at talent now and training and marrying both of them which one makes an exceptional composer do you need to have both sorry i'm putting you on the spot i know it's a difficult question and it's an age-old question but feel free to give us your opinion opinion is simple you it's like coming into the university to study music i often tell my students i say if you do not have it in you 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 could just get the degree and move on but if you have if you if you have music in you you will graduate be a musician in the true sense of it now talent has get, a lot to do with can you get music in you because if you don't have it in you that makes that might put a student off or make them you know feel down make you know cause them to probably give up on their journey so how do you get it in you <laughs> how does this work it depends on your background. A lot of the, the great composers, the great singers, the, the great artists you find today started from the church. And I must say, the Orthodox Church has played great role in making the body of musicians today in Nigeria and Africa great and big. Your, your, your background plays a pivotal role in molding what you become. You may end up being an engineer, may end up being a, a medical practitioner, but if you have music in you, you will still retrace your step to where you belong. And that's exactly what I've done. Okay. So talent is everything. Okay. Well, speaking of, you know, people going into music, becoming composers, either through talent, training, or both, what do you think of the current music composition landscape across Africa today? not looking at your students in particular, but especially since you are a lecturer and you work with different choral groups you perform, what do you think about the landscape today of music composition across Africa? Because I know you work beyond Nigeria, your country. We are blessed. Africa is blessed. Let me not even go to Africa, let me stay with Nigeria. The abundance of talents, the abundance of musicians, the abundance of writers in Nigeria, you you really, you I can assure you, you have not covered 
a quarter in terms of yeah i'm serious you have not co uh, covered a quarter the the, the 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 abundance of 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 people with the skill with the ability to write and interpret music is out of this world nigeria africa has got it the only challenge we've always had and still have is our ability to put it forward to making sure that these things are performed for the world to see. Let me give you a typical example. Dr. Adelecon has written quite a number of works. But what, did I, what I told him that, hey, all these things you have kept here would not be known except you give these books freely to, to, to choirs and schools to begin to sing, which we did. We went around choirs and schools in Nigeria to donate his, his books, his works. And today, they are, they are performing there. And these things encourage other people to, to begin to learn the art, to study the art of writing. So we have quite a, 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 a pool of great writers and composers still on campus. Okay, yes, he said still, that's that word is critical because if, if we listen again to the Nimechu video that we just watched, we watched some minutes ago, you said you composed it in 1983, which is quite some time ago. Um, but it's interesting to hear you sound so positive about composers across Africa and especially Nigeria, as you said, today. Um, because I'm, I'm wondering, do you, how do you compare the composers of today with the composers of decades ago? For example, you said 1983 is potentially you know about those who composed in the 70s and 60s. How do you, what are the differences? No, when I, wrote that, I, I, I was just a, a, a young man in, 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 in secondary school. I just, I, I, I wrote that. It wasn't actually a full clock. Okay, yes, my school yes. was going for a singing competition and I, 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 I heard the music, I heard it in my head especially the refrain, the chorus, and it, it was ringing there. So I, I was in the boat going to my village, you know, but you, you go to my village by, with, the, with, with the boat on the sea. So in that noise, in the melody of that noise, I heard the music and I managed to scribble it down. Now, <laughs> over time, I saw that because it's a folklore, it was not good, the, the, the lyrics didn't match for for worship in church so i had to rewrite what you now know for the church now this the same thing a lot of people today decide what they write and how they write them those days our our founding fathers you know wrote specifically unlike today where the composer is both the lyricist and the and the composer those days, most of the composers did less work. They get their librettist to give them a libretto and they only put the music down. But today, we do even much more in bringing music okay. to okay. the world. All right. Um, a number of topics come up, even though we only have two minutes and you've talked about how busy you are today. Um, but I want to quickly mention categories and categorizing our music. You talked about Nimechu being a folklore, and I'm glad you brought that up. Across different parts of the world, outside of Africa, you know about the categories of music. You've got, you know, the fugues, you've got the canons or the rounds, you have oratorios, symphonies. We have mainly, if you listen to Africans talk, uh, from what I have discovered, folklore, African art music, choruses, popularly sung in churches. 
do you know of a categorization system that exists? And if you're not aware of one or you don't think one exists, you think it is time for us to start to say, um, I know how to compose symphonies, fugues and the like, and stuff works. Um, however, these are our own categories. This, are, this is the standard and categorization. Or do you think that is not necessary because it's probably going to serve as a platform to introduce our kind of music to the world or to the world outside of Africa? Africa has been seriously um, influenced by Baroque music. If you listen to a typical Nigerian or African composer, you will see elements of the Baroque style. And that's because a lot of our choirs, our choir masters were admirers of the Baroque composers. So you find out that those of us that grew over time under them write like, you know, the handles, the back, and their likes. Okay? There has been a, 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 a concerted effort among our composers these days to do more of Hello? Hello? Can you repeat? Hello? Just give us one minute, please, to sort out the network. We're about to round up the interview. Please give us um, a few more minutes to try see if he can reconnect. He just reconnected. Yes, he's back. Um, let's see if it works this time. Hello, sir. Thank you very much for coming back. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Um, yes, you were talking about this the Baroque style and how it has it has influenced a lot of composers and how we are they are now changing. What exactly, what kind of transformation or change of direction is happening? Yeah, 
what what present day uh, composers do uh, 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 turn out today is more of fusion music. They, see, the Baroque the Baroque style has its roots that we have adopted and adopted for writing. So what we do now is to go back to our Africanness and take elements of Baroque, classical, medieval, and what have you, to in terms of quality, I don't know whether you're getting me. Um, we did not catch all of that, but I heard you talk about um, the fusion of music, Baroque, so classical. You talked about medieval um, African styles as well. Um, is that not, I don't know if you can still hear me yourself. I do not think so. Okay, just give us one more minute. We will try to round up the interview. Um, we might potentially get a write-up from so precious, just as we did with Sam Yolson as well. Um, and maybe we'll use texts to round up the interview. So if we cannot get him back um, and have a clear stream and a clear video, we might go with that. Perhaps just a few lines to give us the answer to the last question in writing. So thank you very much for your patience. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much for rejoining us. Um, so we did catch that last point that African music, uh, African composers right now compose in a fusion style. Um, however, because we're having challenges with the, with, with the network connection, I will reach out to you to see if you can give us just a few lines, you know, to repeat what you were saying in writing. But I want to thank you before, in case the network goes again, I want to really, really thank you for, you know, joining us for taking part in this interview. It's been splendid, interesting. There are so many topics that we can explore from everything you've said, or we want to keep the, keep the um, interview down to 30 minutes, as close as to 30 minutes as possible. I, I really appreciate the time you've given us today out of your busy schedule. Thank you very much. Um, thank you very much to everyone who watched and followed us through on the interview. Uh, the video will be available online for anybody who would like to pull it up later on Facebook, and it's going to be uploaded to YouTube as well. So Mr. Precious, thank you very much thank you for having me thank you for having me okay all right bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.